I'm Damian Bulwa, Metro Editor at the San Francisco Chronicle. Today on Fifth and Mission, our shrinking crab season. Our in-house Dungeness crab expert, who's sitting across from me, Assistant Food Editor Tara Duggan, is here to talk about why there is yet another delay in getting these crabs into your local stores and onto your dinner table. Tara, what is the latest on the crab season as we record this? It is the Friday before Thanksgiving. A lot of people like to enjoy crabs on Thanksgiving. Are they going to be able to? Unfortunately, it does not look like they're going to have, they're going to be able to have crab on Thanksgiving. Um, the, the California Department of Fish and Wildlife has announced that they will likely delay the crab season all the way to December 15th. And that obviously rules out Thanksgiving. Every year, the Dungeness crab season, the commercial season, is supposed to open November 15th with plenty of time for the crabs to get on Thanksgiving tables. This year, it got delayed twice already because of potential crab gear entanglements, um, causing entanglements of whales, which can kill or injure whales and they're trying and to have killed or, or yes, injured whales yes in the, absolutely in the past yeah. okay so no thanksgiving crab yes they're on, on today as of today we're waiting to find out for sure but it looks like it's going to be delayed okay bummer um let's go back and talk about how did this all start i mean this i think it was 2015 right when we started to to really have big problems with uh, crab fishing Yes. So all of the different issues going on with crab fishing can in some ways be related to climate change. Not, We're not totally sure about the, the issues, but it started in 2015, the 2016 season. So four years ago, like you said, the crab season got delayed well into the beginning of, the, of 2016 instead of happening over the holidays because of a huge outbreak in demoic acid and in a lot that was found in a lot of crabs. Um, what happened was there were big algal blooms in the ocean that were caused by warming ocean temperatures, um, which was the result of a big El Nino, which causes temperature of the ocean to rise. But it also had was because of climate change. So the cl- the warmer ocean temperatures create this algae, and that creates this demoic acid, which then gets into the crabs and other s- sea life. And it, um, the crabs kind of survive, even though they have this thing in them, but it, humans should not eat crab infected with demoic acid. It can give you all kinds of terrible things if, it, if you, you know, if you were to eat a crab with demoic acid in it. Yeah, it's, it's similar, isn't it, to, to our wildfire season, which we talk about being related to climate change. You can't pin a single incident um, of, of warming or a single incident of a, of a fire on climate change. But because it's generally warmer, the weather is generally more extreme, it tends to impact everything. Exactly. So with the case of the um, these algal blooms, they often happen in the summer. It's pretty common to have these algal blooms in the summer when the water's a little bit warmer, but then they usually go away by fall when crab season starts. But because of warmer ocean temperatures, they didn't go away in that during that period. So that's one example. With the whale entanglements, there is some evidence that the whales, migrating whales are coming closer to our shores because of climate change. And that brings them closer into where the crab fishermen are. And that is when things start to cause problems because crab gear 
has a lot of ropes and what happens is that animals get caught in the ropes and then sometimes they can't get free or they get injured and then they starve to death. So it is it it was a real big problem in 2016 and 2017. It's gotten better since then, but um there's still a lot the the crab fishermen still are trying to prevent these entanglements. Um, yeah, I remember we had a lot of whale sightings in San Francisco Bay. Right, right. Years. And I don't know if it's the same issue, but I, I think there's probably some <clears throat> relation to that. Okay, so can you tell us a little bit about how crab fishing works? Um, every year we're kind of waiting for these dates. Um, there's sport fishing, right? Um, and then there's also the commercial fishing season. That's right. And, yeah. and so is sport fishing going on now? Yeah, so sport fishing always starts a few weeks before, usually around November 1st, and it gives sport fishermen and women a chance to go out fishing if they want. They can go on a, uh, you can go on a charter boat and go crab fishing, or you can even go on the Pacific up here. People start fishing at midnight on November 1st, or, you know, 1201. <laughs> they, can, they can start dropping their crab pots off of the pier in Pacifica. A lot of people love to do that. So if you really want to get crab now, you can. Uh, we have some articles about how to do that, what you need in terms of gear and licenses. But those don't end up in in, in the stores. Those don't end up in the stores. Those Not are for bad. home cooks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, it's always a couple weeks before. And then the commercial season usually starts. And then what happens is the fishermen have to first drop their gear down into the water. They have pots that fall down into the water, but they usually have buoys on top so they can find the gear later. And in between the buoy and the the trap is are a bunch of ropes. And that's typically where the whales get tangled up. Okay, got yeah. it. Let's take a quick break. I'm here with Tara Duggan, assistant food editor, talking about the delayed crab season, unfortunately. I'm Damian Bowe. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Metro Editor Damian Bolwa talking to Tara Duggan, our assistant food editor, about the crab season. Before we go any further, Tara, I have a super important question for you. Um, do you like to eat the crab innards, the guts, uh, when you're enjoying a crab? That's a great question. You know, I grew up just eating steamed Dungeness crab at my grand, like my grandparents would have it over the holidays in Castro Valley. We didn't eat the the guts. So it's not part of my, you know, background. There are some times when it's really good. This restaurant Angler in San Francisco serves a whole Dungeness crab with the guts in a sort of sauce served in the shell. It's really delicious. You dip the crab into it. I don't think, I don't go out of my way to eat them, especially because that's in the last few years, actually, the Department of Public Health has suggested we don't eat the guts because that's where the demoic acid concentrates, if there is any. Ah, I see. Yeah, when I was growing up, um, we ate a lot of crab. Mm -hmm. um, like you, I grew up in California. and um, But we, after eating the crab, we would always have to pass them to my grandmother so that she could eat the... Oh, that was her know, treat? That was her, yeah, okay. that was her spot. <laughs> so how about you? Do you like eating that? Uh, I've, I've had it. It's not my favorite. Um, a crab sandwich for me is... Yes, that's is the ultimate that's the best. expression. Yeah. Um, back into the issue. So um, you had mentioned that the current issue that's delaying the crab season is whale entanglements. But obviously, um, crab fishermen um, 
you know, may or may not agree that this is important. What is forcing them to uh, to stop in, in light of this issue? Yeah. So there was a lawsuit in 2017, uh, the Center for Biological Diversity, which is an Oakland environmental organization, it's a national organization based in Oakland, sued the state of California saying that the state wasn't protecting endangered whales and other marine animals that were getting entangled in grab, ca- crab gear. So last year, the state settled the lawsuit with this organization, and part of the settlement changed that involved changing some of the rules so that when there was a higher risk of whale entanglement, the the state would have to step in and possibly delay the season. And so that's what's basically happening now. The crab fishermen in this, the latest delay, actually urged the state to delay the season again because they wanted to prevent any more entanglements. Because once there's an entanglement, that can also cause worse things to happen. Then they might have to shut down the season for longer. So sure. they decided it would be better to just wait. Because yeah, there they was would a, love to the, get it on the table for Thanksgiving, but they've got a, a somewhat long season ahead of them if they can, if they can yeah, start in December. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a problem because most people buy crab in this time of year and December and, and Chinese New Year are the big time. So if they don't sell during that time, they don't make as much money. Um, but there's a hot, there's some aerial surveys recently that showed a lot of whales in the area, so they didn't want to take the risk. Okay. So I want to ask you about consumer issues. In 2015, when this first started, there was an incredible amount of information going out to people because people were really scared. Should I still eat crab? Um, you know, what do I need to know? Should I be boiling it, et cetera? Um, today, for the crabs that are out there, do, is there anything that consumers need to know? No, so the the California Department of Public Health tests crabs up and down the state um, in advance of the season, both for sport fishing and for the commercial season. So they ha- aren't showing right now any signs of demoic acid in the crab, or maybe a, a few minor ones that they're waiting to see if they clear up before the season. But it, it's it's a really screw they they do a really thorough job of testing the crabs. They bring in crabs from every port up and down the coast. They cook them, and then they check if they have any traces of tomoic acid. And the threshold is really low. So, like, they'll shut the season if it's a pretty low amount of tomoic acid showing up. And the, it is, like I said, this is something that's been around for a while. It's not like it's this new issue, but it's it, it's lasting longer into the season than it, it used to. Um, what it, it sounds like what it would really affect is a year where they had a lot of domoic acid showing in the state tests and you went out and got some yourself. That's yeah, when you can really and be risking it, but not exactly. so much Exactly, but the California Department of Ho- Public Health shut down sports fishing when that happened, but then some people were still catching crabs even though they weren't supposed to. So yeah, you should definitely listen to the warnings if there are warnings. Right now there aren't any, so it's they should be safe to eat for sure. And when they do hit the stores, do we have any sense of what the price will be yet? We don't. I mean, they what happens is fishermen and negotiate prices with, you know, the the buyers right before the season starts. But last year they cost around, I think it was something like 
Oh, it, it varied a lot. Something around $8 a pound and sometimes a little less and sometimes quite a bit more. It really varies with the time of the season. Okay. Last thing, it is le- uh, just a few days before Thanksgiving. If I really need my crab, um, what are the options that I have? I think you're going to have a hard time. There might be some frozen Dungeness crab at some stores. And crab actually does freeze pretty well, surprisingly. It's not a popular choice for most people. Uh, you could go fish it for it yourself <laughs> if you want to do that. Get a license. There's a chance there might be some from some other part of the, the West Coast, but I think it would be hard to find. Ah, too bad. All right. Well, Tara, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks to our guest, assistant food editor Tara Duggan, to producers King Kaufman and Karen Creighton, and thank you for listening. Fifth and Mission is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. If you like this show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts. And if you've got a minute to give us a quick review, that helps us build our audience so we can keep growing. You can support Fifth and Mission and the newsroom that creates it with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. There are print and digital editions. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe.